Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chat from a Hat. I'm your host, Josh Brown, along with my co-host, Caleb Luther. Caleb, how are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Long day. Long day? A little long day. And it's going to be prolonged by an even longer day, but a fun day. Got some fun stuff to do a little bit later, hanging out with some friends. Uh, how, how was your day? Um, long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't too horrible. Um, I had to go pick up some things for work. Whoopsie. I was dropped that on the computer. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to go pick up some things for work. Um, other than that, though, not too shabby. Not too shabby cool. at all. Uh, um, I picked up yesterday. Uh, we've been where I work. We're opening up a teen center soon, mm-hmm. and we're trying to prepare. And we're going to put up some movie posters. And I went, I went to see if the movie theater had some uh, posters for donation. I do this yeah. every so often. And they yeah. had a few for me yesterday, so I went and picked them up. They were surprise posters. What did you pick? They were surprise posters. And let me tell you what: one was a big, big, big surprise. Okay. Two of them I semi expected. One was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Okay, I was like, oh, that's wow. cool. I didn't know there was. A... That's cool. It looks a little worn, which makes it look kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, the other one yeah. was the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. It was that teaser one with the skateboard that, on is it. Is that the one you kept for yourself? No. Did you keep that for I'm, yourself? I'm, re- I'm taking those to the teen center. Because okay. they, they're, they're okay. fitting. I mean, the, okay. one of them literally has the word teenage in it. That's true. That's the next true. one was, was, was one, Turtles was so the one that I'm keeping for myself, but I might put it in my work office because me and my uh, office partner, we're, we're trying to make the office cool. Was it, did you, was it a talk to me poster? It is a Bo is Afraid poster. Oh my God. <laughs> And I was like, Speaking I was, of, I was like, "Holy cow!" Where did they? Because sometimes they do get posters for movies that they, they, they didn't just get. Because yeah. they got, they had Annihilation, yeah. and they had they, I have a Pan's Labyrinth poster yeah. from them. So I was like, "Oh wow, this is a surprise!" So I thanked them, and they will be thanked uh, heavily whenever we have our opening because of their yeah. their donations. So yeah. thanks, 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 thanks a lot, Fountain Place Cinema Eight. Speaking of those afraid, we will be watching that. Josh will be watching uh, it for the first time for the first today, time. and Nancy in a little will while. be seeing it for the first time today as uh, well. The other people have uh, seen it. And we have been scarred by it ever since, but I've thought about it nonstop since I watched it. Caleb, Caleb, what? I forgot the Blu-ray. Just kidding. I got the (laughs) Blu-ray. So, um, what do you think my thoughts are going to be on this movie, Caleb? I don't know, man. What do you think? You liked his other two movies, and this is bizarre like that, but it's way more ambitious and arguably deeper. Okay. Every act act is almost a different... It was almost a different movie. Okay. Different tonally. It's disturbing. It's I think it's hilarious. Okay. And I'm hoping you'll think that too. And if you don't, just lie, just lie to yourself and just go along with me here, please. Because this movie is a personal one for me. I, okay? will, do my, I will do my don't best. Don't make it personal. Don't, don't make it personal. It'll be fun regardless because we're with friends. So it'll be... Mm-hmm. We, you're not having to pay. I paid for this movie. I ordered it on, okay. on, on Amazon okay. with my blood, sweat, and tears that I earned my money with for 20 bucks. For 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks. Uh, you were showing me that Talk to Me uh, steel book. Yeah, that thing looks cool. That does look cool. Looks I just cool. really wish they would have put effort into something like Bo is Afraid for that. Like, it's just a standard Blu-ray yeah. release. And well, Bo's, Af- Bo's Afraid didn't make money like Talk to Me did, Well, Bo's Afraid cost a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. It so he was, n- he was never going to make that money. So. Uh, but Talk to Me, apparently a surprise sleeper and hit. I, and I knew it was going to be. It was very obvious yeah. to me. It's one of the more mainstream horror movies that A24 has put out, but it still uh, has a little bit of artistic flair right. to it that will catch people off guard. Like, why did that thing just happen with that dog? Right. <laughs> right. So, uh, Caleb, um, you have put up a poll, and you are doing the best movie of 1994. Now, you yeah. have... You have narrowed it down to four movies these seem to be the four i almost thought about putting dumb and dumber in there but Mm -hmm. i was like it's not critically acclaimed like these other Mm -hmm. ones three of these were definites three Mm -hmm. of these were best picture nominees and people talk about them as three of the best movies uh so i have i have forrest gump versus Mm -hmm. pulp fiction Mm -hmm. versus the shawshank redemption versus Mm -hmm. the lion king okay which is largely considered one of the best animated movies of all time yes i was a little surprised by the results so far Mm -hmm. we have two two votes for the lion king poor guy yeah yeah. He's trying, you know. I he's, he's trying to push himself. Very surprised by this next one. Because I was like, oh, I got a bunch of mainstreamers on mm-hmm. my Facebook. Uh, 15 votes for Forrest Gump. Okay. In third place. Oh, wow. In second place, mm-hmm. which I kind of thought this one could still win depending on how long I keep it. I'm just going to keep it up. Yeah. These are just little fun polls I've been yeah. doing. They're not tournaments. They're just polls. Mm-hmm. Shawshank Redemption with 19 votes. Okay. And Pulp Fiction with 21 votes. So well, Pulp Fiction is close. A, it's funny because you get on the comment section, there, everybody's talking about Forrest Gump and Shawshank. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, Forrest, I mean, Pulp Fiction's winning. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing of it is for me is, I, again, I have never seen Shawshank Redemption, which we know this. Uh, well, you and I know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the listeners at home don't, or in their cars or wherever they're listening, uh, don't know that. But, um, 
Shawshank Redemption aside, Pulp Fiction is the best movie of the three that I have seen. But I would you haven't seen Shawshank. Have you seen Shawshank? Welcome to the park. I just said that. You've never seen Shawshank Redemption? You know this. Oh, man. Did you know this? It's a great movie. We've talked about this numerous times. I have not seen it. It might slightly get overrated by its fan base. I think it would, probably. Because a lot of people consider it like the best movie ever made, and I can't... I won't even consider Pulp Fiction the best movie ever made. Right, right. But, yeah, I mean... I like Pulp Fiction. I like Forrest Gump. Um, I like, I like The movies, Lion King. Yeah. Um, but if I'm going to watch a movie, I'm probably going to watch Forrest Gump before I watch Pulp Fiction. But They're, they're but, about the same length. Right. But Pulp Fiction is the better it's movie. It's the best. It's the more, it's the more uh, influential film. Yes. Uh, its Absolutely. influences never died. Absolutely. i got a question for you, though. I just got a message on Facebook. Okay. And this is, this is fun and funny because okay. we're on air. Okay. And this ties into our Bo is Afraid conversation. Okay. Because we're going to our friend's house and she just asked me, ask Josh uh-huh. what he wants to drink with his spaghetti. <laughs> it's very important, folks. Um, it, it doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, water, water is fine with me, honestly. Um, probably water would be the best situation okay. for me. I said he wants... A diet RC. I want. <laughs> I want Jack Daniels and he wants Coke. A, he wants a diet right. A di- Ooh. <laughs> no, I said water. Oh okay. my god, diet right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you had something you wanted to talk about. Um, that's a little music related. Oh band? yes. Because yes. Oh, you told me that you want to talk about. It, so I didn't know. Yeah. You, I didn't know what on earth you were talking about. So, I thought you were talking about the the re-release of the movie. That well, it it ties in with that. <laughs> okay. So for anybody that doesn't know, um. Talking Heads fan. We've talked about it previously on the show in, I believe, the 80s. Yes, the 80s episode. Um, the Talking Heads are re-releasing uh, Stop Making Sense with A24 being the yeah. producers. Um, and they uh, A24 has completely, totally remastered the movie in 4K. And it's going to be coming back to theaters. It's going to be released. I'm assuming it's going to be released on Blu-ray and stuff down the road. Hopefully, fingers crossed, because the way it's looking right now... Nowhere around here is going to get it. Uh, the closest place that is doing yeah. it is Lexington. Love the Talking Heads. I'm not traveling to Lexington to watch uh, a movie that I've already seen mm-hmm. numerous times. But the big thing that came of that was the fact that for the first time in 20 years, the Talking Heads are going to reunite for a Q&A. Mm-hmm. Now, anybody that knows anything about the Talking Heads know that their split, when they split in 1991, was not... Good. Like, it was not a good not split. It's not a pretty split. And they haven't done anything with each other. mildly attractive at best. Right. And they haven't done anything with each other since the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. I believe that was in 2004, I think, roughly. Mm-hmm. David Byrne went on record the other day and said that the way that the Talking Heads split, that he was tyrannical and that he completely regrets it. Mm-hmm. So now... In the rumor mill, it's thought that the Talking Heads may possibly get back together and do something. No. You know, S- which would be what's really awesome. about that is that when we did our festival dream lineups, you said they will never get back together. I, I, I did, I did. <laughs> but now that it seems like that they're trying to mend fences and things with each other, and if they can possibly do that, yeah. I could see them going on a reunion tour and like play small theater, like play yeah, some yeah. theaters. They'd never be able to do an. Well, I mean, they might be able to do arenas. Maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, they, I could. They certainly could. I, I could see them doing a few arena shows. Yeah. Tickets would be out of this world expensive, but, but by God, would I would try. I don't. Maybe that's not their. They, maybe they don't want to do that. Yeah, they, they're, a theater, thing, they're a theater. Yeah. They're a theater group, but. Uh, um, yeah, I'm extremely, extremely hopeful that something does come out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really excited for A24 to be bringing that movie back out in yeah. 4K. And it will be complete. They're taking mm-hmm. all of the outtakes and putting the outtakes back in. Okay. So awesome. it'll be the first complete showing of that movie. Yeah, there's a fly. There's there. a fly. fly. Uh, the Fly, starring Jeff Goldblum. Is, I hate is flies. in here right now. I hate flies. Or it's the fly from Breaking Bad. Either or kind of. I really hope it's the fly from Breaking Bad because if it's the fly from the movie, we're getting the hell out of here. We're getting the hell out of Dodge quickly. So do we we want to talk about last week's episode? Sure, last week's episode. The candy episode. The candy candy episode. episode. We had some... Obviously, we know that our takes were a little hot. 
little hot. And came you, in hot. And you, came and in you, heavy. And you prolonged the hotness by posting last night how much you, you hate the, the Hershey's That's cookies right. and cream. And you got some support. Yeah, because it's the you, truth. It's you, terrible. You got some some blowback. That's okay. <laughs> That's fine, too. Some you know why? Because it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I still... I still kind of like it, but I, I will recognize, as our friend John Poole said in, in, in a comment, that uh, they have ch- changed the uh, ingredient or something from the from the 90s. I just think it was terrible, and you all just uh, uh, assumed that it wasn't terrible, and it like still it. is terrible. I still, uh, I kind of like it. Uh, <laughs> I kind of like it. This fly is just... This fly is getting on our nerves a, here. It's okay. It's not okay. It's fine. It's, it's fine. Okay. Hand me that. Everything's fine. Hand me that, please. Are you gonna? Because here's the reason why. Are we gonna why. get sick because here's you the, spray this? Here's in the, the reason room. why. Here's are we gonna why. die? That is not a fly. That is, is a wasp. So, are you sure? Well, it's dead I'm now. I'm not gonna tell you folks what just happened. I'll tell you that it's still buzzing, but it's no, probably he's fine. Probably not happened. He's fine. He's dead. Okay. Um, but, I, uh, I sprayed him. But we got a and when you spray them, they appear to be laughing. We got at a me. couple comments on the few uh, comments. Yes, on the uh, our actual chat from that post. Uh, aside from your thing that you posted about cookies, mm-hmm. and cream, the cookies and cream, uh, our friend Chelsea Wiley said uh, Reese Cup supremacy because we gave we both gave Reese, Reese Cup an S. Yes, here. absolutely, because it is the best. She also said that she would never say no to a roll of Smarties, though. I can't remember. Chelsea, where... I'm sorry. Smarties. Smart, uh, Smarties, we gave like a D. I think I gave it a C. Yeah, we gave it like a C D, and it was because because I'm sorry, Chelsea. Smarties aren't that good. Yeah, they're just they're, they're just they powder. Used to be. When I was a kid, you know, I really used to like them. And uh, Autumn, how do you say Collier? 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 Sometimes I just don't know things. Autumn. You know, it's funny when you Autumn. when you read last names all the time, then you, you, you you've never like actually like read it out loud, and you're like, oh, well, how do you say that name? Exactly. But she said any kind of sour gummy or frozen peanut M and M's, which uh, you know me, I'm not big mm. on, not big on the sour gummies. Not that's big, okay. Not a big fan of those. So that's that's about it. You know, there, there might have been a couple other comments on like a post or two that I made, but nothing, nothing too much. Anyway, um, so Caleb, um, quick question: uh, Qdoba versus Chipotle. Where do you stand? I've only had Chipotle twice, but I, Qdoba. Qdoba. You know, Qdoba is superior. Seems like a lot of people agreed with that too. Yeah, because it's truth. I believe we said that on the. Case in point. We, I think we said that on the fast food tier. We did too. Yeah. Um, went to Qdoba um, the other day. We were going to go to Chipotle because we went to Aldi, but instead we decided to go to um, Qdoba. Did you know that that Chipotle um, charges all this extra stuff for everything that you put on a on something for them? Do they? Yes. Oh. Compared to a flat rate with uh, Qdoba. Qdoba. Um, so yeah, absolutely insanity. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Not 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 good. God, the knowledge. Learning something new today about the outrageous elements. Outrageous. Of ridiculous. It, it was. It, how dare Chipotle? How dare Chipotle? I love the sauce, but not the restaurant. Am I right? That's right. That's right. Well, Caleb. Desert Island. We're talking about our desert. Island movies, things, albums, and shows. <laughs> now, Caleb, you said that you were going to bring in the hypotheticals. So well, go I've ahead and bring with, I've in. I've struggled with the logistics the of this for a week and a half now. I've struggled with this because, yes, okay, I understand the hypothetical. Yeah, I get it. The hypothetical. You're on Desert Island. You can only have three of each of these things. Mm-hmm. But it's just like we got these things. But what are we using for electricity? Are we there for the rest of our lives on this island? I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I know you're like, oh it's the episode. It's so here's, in my brain, here's what I'm doing. Here's what, I, here's what I went by in this episode. You can okay. go by the actual desert island, but I'm going by this other thing. Okay. I'm going by, I'm going by, you know, the movie yesterday from the Beatles. Where yes. Nobody remembers the Beatles. So I'm living in a world now where I can only remember or keep three of each of these things. While living my, while living my regular life. Sure. Okay, fine. But I can't have anything else. These just these three things from each of these things. Fine, fine. Is we it okay can, if we, I go by that? That's fine. It's similar. That's fine. Because these are the only things that I can have for the rest of my life. That's fine. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll both, we can both go by that. Hypothetically, it makes more sense, but we'll still call it the desert island. <laughs> because that is a thing that people understand. Sure, sure. And this okay. other thing is too, is too long and too hard to explain because, as you can see, it took me too long to explain. It's literally thing. not, but you're overblowing it out of proportion. Well, I'm just, I just needed the fine. people to know that the desert, desert island doesn't make much sense to me. I'm sorry, folks. Okay. It just doesn't. Okay. I'm ready to go, though. So, Caleb, we're going to be doing this, uh, like we said before, we're going to do movie, 
album show, and we will alternate back and yeah. forth just so we don't bore everybody with just uh, the nonstop albums. The nonstop. Albums. Yeah, we want to split right. it up for each right. one. Yeah. Caleb, as always, you can go first. What are we starting with? We we'll start with the movie. First movie. With movies. Okay, my first movie is I think one of the most enjoyable movies I've okay. ever seen. Maybe okay. the best. Maybe the best movie I've ever seen. Okay. Not my, maybe not my favorite movie. But the rewatchability is insane. Okay. Uh, I'm always entertained every time I watch it. It's not too depressing. It's not too complex. It's just master craftsmanship with an undeniably appealing mobster story by Martin Scorsese, and that is Goodfellas. Hmm. I picked Goodfellas as my my first movie. You know, it's not too deep, uh, but wow. Just, you can rewatch this movie a ton. It, sure. it really never gets old. Sure. It's not one I'd watch every day. No, I got three movies here. I can right. split it up. Some, right. day, some days I might not even want to watch a movie. But, you know, say if I pop it in twice a month, I could do that, I think. Sure. There's, there's a lot of content there, and uh, I'll, I'll never feel sad about it. So. Sure. Okay. Would you agree that that's just a great movie? That is a great movie. Okay. It's a great movie from uh, start to finish. Never boring. Absolutely. And it's two and a half hours, you know. Yeah. So it fills up a little bit of time. It fills so. up some space. You're right. You're right. A little bit of that 24-hour day, which are, I, as we as we established, I'd still be working a job because this is regular life and not on a desert island, folks. I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry for breaking the rules. What's your first Well, movie? I mean, I, granted, I've broke the rules quite okay. a few times. Yeah, yeah. Um, Caleb, to again. Caleb, to no, one, to no one's surprise, uh, my first movie is Star Wars. Oh, God. Um, a New Hope? Yes, A New Hope. Okay. Um, I, more so be, um, because it, it, I feel it's the most... Um, it has a happier ending compared to Empire, even though Empire's a better movie... You know, but it I, ends maybe ends in a place where like, well, I want to see what happens. Exactly, next. but and with, this kind of just ends. It kind of just ends. It ends exactly, the, it has an ending. You know. Um. So yeah. Um. Star Wars for me, um, it, it's never boring, no matter how many times you watch it. That's why you know it's widely regarded as probably one of the best sci-fi movies of all time. At very least, one of the most influential. Well, uh, yes. Yeah. When it comes to space operas. And yeah. Stuff like that. Um. So yeah, uh, Star Wars for me. Um. It's funny. It has action, comedy. Tension, you know, everything that you want in a nudity. Nudity. You haven't seen that cut, have you? Yeah. Oh, your cut's gonna be it's the. Chew, it's chew, your Chewbacca. cut's gonna be the cut that has the extra CGI in it. That's the that's the, that's mm. that's the spin. Mm. Is that you gotta watch the uh, mm. the job of the hut CGC? Oh my god, it's so terrible. <laughs> and you gotta watch Han. Is is that the one where Han shoots first? Is that yes? That? Yeah, where so he you just gotta does have, that little neck thing. Have, <laughs> god, what? Where Han doesn't shoot first? George. Okay. George. Yeah. It's bad. George. See, that's the only version I've seen. George it's really Porgy. unfortunate. The, it the is. One with, the one with Jabba the Hutt CG. Yeah, just... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that you've oh, seen it. it's bad. That. It's, but, it's but terrible. The, the movie's good. It's not good. You know, yeah. I mean, no, it's not good. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. It's yeah, not good. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what version's on Disney+. Plus. The, the, the remastered. Ooh. Yeah. And the reason why they it's have... Bad. Here's... here's Okay, you tell me, tell me how 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 garbage this sounds to you. Okay, I will. They say the reason as to why those are the ones that are on Disney Plus, and those are the ones that continuously come out and everything like that, is because they do not have copies of the original films anymore. I do not believe that. I don't believe that. Either. I don't believe no that. No one. That's does. insane. No one does. Get over yourself. No guy. one. George does. George. Georgie. Georgie Lucas. Yeah. Okay. They say that no. They say that the that the original trilogy pressings that came out in seventy seven, eighty, eighty two do not exist anymore. Dumb. And I'm like, no, they're the, the government would not let you de- destroy those. You know what I'm saying? Ronald Reagan would not have. That. Ronald Reagan would not have that. How dare! It's funny because I've been I've been rewatching the Hot American Summer series on mm-hmm. HBO. I don't know. Ronald Ronald Reagan cracks me hey. up. <laughs> Ronald Reagan and now in the second season. It's George Bush. <laughs> it is George Bush in the second season. They're both on there. Yeah. You know? And he calls uh, Ronald Reagan Mr. Bojangle. <laughs> so dumb. Love it, though. What's next? What, what, what's the next thing we're, we're Music. doing? Music. Albums. Okay. Albums. So uh, my first album here is Worry by Jeff Rosenstock, which is okay. probably... One okay. of the, it's definitely one of the more recent albums that would that it's climbed its way to nearly mm-hmm. the top of my list. Uh, okay, it's an okay. album that uh, increasingly become a favorite of mine over the last few years. Uh, it would be a great album to use for workouts due to its sheer ambitious energy. Uh, okay. I gotta have an whenever I when it, if I'm gonna be working out, you know, and I only get three albums to listen to the rest of my mm-hmm. life. One of these albums has got to be something to to work towards me, you know, moving around, being okay. energized, and uh, working out is a big part of my. 
weekly life. Routine. And this is, out of all the three albums, this is really the only one that is that could even do that. Okay. It has a little bit of energy to it. It's got it's nice punk rock energy. Uh, yeah. So that's my logic behind that one. It's it's it's, it's a great ambitious album, but it's also going to get me, mm-hmm. get the blood flowing mm-hmm. and get me going. Okay. Um, Again, as to no one's surprise. Um, my first record is Kiss Alive 3. So we didn't say anything about live records. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking Kiss Alive 3. Um, unlike the other Alive albums, this has a lot of the unmasked uh, non-makeup songs on it compared to Alive 1, Alive 2, and 4. Yeah. Um, even though I love Alive 4, uh, this has a lot of the songs, uh, live versions from Revenge, which is also a, a Kiss album that I really, really enjoy. So it has all of the singles from um from that record uh but it's to me it's my favorite lineup of the band um i I honestly like this lineup of the band better than the original lineup Mm. uh yeah Uh, as hard of a take as the cookies and cream yeah i will always i will always say that that uh that bruce kulik eric singer uh paul and gene were the best lineup the best sounding best uh, tightest lineup nothing against eric carr god rest his soul um, and Bruce Valanche. And Bruce Valanche, the comedian. <laughs> but, um, is he a comedian? Bruce Valanche? Is yes, he a comedian I think or a writer? So. I, I think so. I'm kidding. But, but yes. Um, and it also has a lot of the hits from uh, the 70s and some of the classic tracks. So okay. I'm going to go with I, It's a good one. If, you, if, you, if, a, if an artist you like has an, a live album, that would be a good one to if, to have for the rest of your life if you can't have anything else, right? Right, right. A multi- a, a multitude of older multitude. Like, best songs while also having the energy of a live show. Yep. So, so if you can't go watch any live bands, at least you got that. Right. So the last one, we have TV shows here. TV shows, that's right. TV shows, okay. TV shows, to me, is the most important thing here. Okay. Because it, it's potentially the longest-running form here. Yes, I'll People agree. what shows you pick. I pick a show with two seasons. Or yeah. In my case, I have one show with just a few seasons. But mm-hmm. this first one's not one. This first one has five seasons, and that, that's The Wire. Okay. Um, yeah, th- sure. To, to me, it's the most layered show I've ever seen, not just from a character standpoint, but thematically also. Very, yeah. very, very deep show. Uh, I would, I've only seen it in its entirety three times, and mm-hmm. it's, it's probably the best show I've ever seen. But I would, I would legitimately get something different out of every single rewatch. Sure. So sure. I think a show like that would, would benefit. You know, it, sometimes it is good to have a show that is easy to rewatch that's sort of like a background noise. Yeah. yeah. Um, but The Wire would be something that I would pay attention to every time. Every minute detail in every single episode, I'd be like, oh, this is different than the last time. Sure. Because even though I, out of the three times that I've watched it, uh, similar to like The Sopranos, it's kind of different every time. And yeah. I kind of like it a little more every time. And I, 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 that's one that I would not mind watching about 15 times a year. Sure. <laughs> if I had to, you know. So mm-hmm. It's my first TV show. What's your, what's your first TV show? To uh, no one's surprise. <laughs> to no one's surprise, uh, Breaking Bad is my first uh, mm-hmm. my first show. Um, you know, when we started, I've seen Breaking Bad a few times, uh, but seen, I was I was, I was counting all the all the shows I've seen, and I believe I've seen Breaking Bad seven or eight times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't tell you, man. I can't tell you many times I've watched yeah. it all the way through, yeah. but um, watching that first season back. Um, this last time that we watched it, I gained a better appreciation for that season. Arguably, it's the worst. It's the worst season. It's only, what, eight episodes? Yeah, eight episodes, yeah, first yeah. season? Okay. Yeah, I believe so. It's arguably the first, or the, the the worst season out of the whole show, but I found a deeper appreciation for it this time Still compared great. to what, yeah, compared yeah. to what I used to. Uh, because if you didn't have everything that happens in that first season, you got nothing in yeah. the show. You got no substance for the show. Um, but to me, and we have Breaking Bad in the hat to talk about um, at some point. Yeah, there's no wasted motion in that show. Nothing feels you can't. There's no fat to trim from that show yeah. to me. There's only one potentially standalone episode, but it still builds on a lot of like character development of yeah. the past stuff, and that's it, obviously it, the fly. Yeah, episode. but that, but that. But if you study that episode, that episode shows the de- the decline of. Walter White's psyche. There's a lot of. I mean, it's just Walt and Jesse in, yeah. in a room yeah. for 45 minutes, and I think they they uncover a lot of things about themselves. To me, there's only one storyline in the show. If you took it away, it wouldn't it wouldn't have any bearing on the rest of the show, I and agree. that's with Skyler and 
Um, Ted. Ted. Oh, okay. So I thought he was going to say Marie shoplifting. That too. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I know they get, you get some cool and funny stuff out of that. Yeah. But, mm, I might would cut it. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Other than that, there's well, nothing oh, wasted. Yeah. Isn't it, it crazy? It doesn't how feel every rewatch. You're like every time you rewatch, it's like Walt becomes a worse person. He does. Time. He does. It's just awful. I'd say from some point at the end of season one on, mm-hmm. maybe the beginning of season two on, you're like, oh, he's he's not, not really that good of a person. And even Je- even though you 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 sympathize. And empathize with Jesse. Sometimes Jesse's not so great either. No, but he's way no. better than Walt. You're by the end, you're rooting for Jesse. So. Yeah, yeah. I love that one. I don't have it on here, but okay, uh, love that one. Back to movies. Back correct? to movies. Our second movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't live a life without my favorite movie franchise. Okay. So obviously, by default, I'm going to pick the first one, and that's Toy Story. Can't okay. can't go on the rest of my life without. It. A smidge of Toy Story being there. Okay. Uh, I think it's literally a perfect movie. It's the shortest one of the four movies. Mm -hmm. Literally a perfect movie. Uh, Toy Story, by far, my favorite movie franchise. Just loved it since I was a kid and Mm -hmm. it has held up to my adulthood. You know, I don't treat it like a kid movie. I treat it like this is high art. And Mm -hmm. I truly believe Mm -hmm. every one of them is some form of uh, artistic expression of existentialism to some point. And uh, this one may do it. The best, without being as emotional as the other ones. Sure. So I'm not going to be crying and weeping every time I watch it. Yeah. yeah some of the buzz stuff is a little heavy. Yeah. But co- compared to two, three, and four, mm-hmm. I'm not going to have to clean up my tears every time I get done watching it because, like, oh, that was a really tight, fun action movie. That's very funny and it looks great. It's the first of its kind. So mm-hmm. I need it. Got to keep it. Okay. I got these. Ta- if I have these tattoos, I got to have something to remember. Box. That's true. I got these toy That's true. Tattoos. Uh, my second movie is a movie called The Crow. Oh wow. Um. I have a very nostalgic uh, thing to that movie. Um, it's one of those movies that I, when I sit and watch it, I can pretty much quote the majority of the dialogue in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find I find myself saying a lot of that dialogue at some time, at some points in life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that I've always loved that movie. Um, I love the tone. I love the feel. I love the 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 way that it's shot. It's beautifully shot. Um, but long story short, um, it's about a man comes back from revenge for revenge of uh, the people that killed him and his fiance on Halloween the next year, and uh, pretty much is an unstoppable uh, superhero. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, um, it's dark, it's gritty, violent. Um, yeah, good soundtrack. Good soundtrack. Very good yeah. soundtrack. Um, so yeah. Uh, I believe it. Well, yeah, the crow was on my best movie soundtracks uh, mm-hmm. thing. I believe. I think it was, yeah. uh, so yes, the crow again, uh, making another list for me. Awesome albums. Our second albums. Album. Uh, my second album album is an album called Split by Lush, which uh, okay. the vinyl, the remaster vinyl for that just came in for me last week. The new, the new that remaster. you have sitting over there. Oh, yeah, right? sitting over here. I guess I can take that home today. Yes, tonight. Tonight. Uh, tonight. I, I shoegaze as a whole. I think it may be. My favorite genre. Okay. So I've got to have some shoegaze representation if okay. I'm going to have an album, one or three albums for the rest of my life. Sure. So to me, this is my favorite blend of shoegaze and dream pop. And there's there's just a hint, a hint of of uh, Brit pop in there. There's a hint of sadness, folks. There's there is some a sadness. Hint of sadness. But to me, this would be great for relaxation, sleeping, and, and having deep thoughts. It wouldn't necessarily. Okay. It wouldn't like ruin my day or anything. It's just if I'm trying to, if I'm just trying to relax mm-hmm. and. And be deep in thought, or just trying to go to sleep at night. You know, it's okay. not a boring album, but Dream Pop has that effect. It's literally called Dream Pop. Okay, so uh, that would be the one that would split by Lush okay. second album. Um, unfortunately, Caleb, I'm taking another live record. Oh my! Are you uh, kidding me? No, you. No. <laughs> I told you, Jesus man. Told, See, told I'm you. not. I'm not. A lot of my artists don't. A lot of my favorite artists don't have live. Records. But remember, I love live records. So I mean. It, if if some artists would do one, I, well, I mean, I like guess it. so. Yeah, it's like no, none of my favorites have um, live live albums. Well, if if it makes you feel better, my third record is not a live album at all. Oh, thank God, okay. I hope, I'd hope. Okay, not. no, I'm Jeez. taking three live albums back to back to back. I should have just that, to make you I mad. Pick that compilation of every Lush album. <laughs> <laughs> it was like all five. You of can't them. do that. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Uh, but it's it's, called, it was called Origami. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Double Live by Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. Again, another what. <laughs> It's a shocker. Curveballs of Garth Brooks. Hey, listen again. Okay, so. Spinning all of my roots. 
Does he sing that on there? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Does he? Wow. Does it's he only sing? his biggest song. I don't know why he Does wouldn't he put sing? it on there. <laughs> Yes, the dance the dance. Yes, that is. He, yes, he sings that. Does too. he sing? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> and he does cover Billy Joel. So the song. Yeah, yeah. Shameless. Sh- right? Billy Joel. Shame. Yeah. I don't, I don't uh, so Double Live is two CDs. <laughs> it's twenty. <laughs> it has uh, twenty. I think Talk it's about tw- cheap. I think it's twenty eight songs. Okay. Twenty eight. Twenty six. Twenty six songs. That so it's twenty six songs. Yeah. Um, it has all the hits, everything that you all want, the misses. and. Just like Kiss, I think Garth is a better, like, everything on this album, on the Double Live album, overshadows everything that's on the records. He's a better live performer than a studio performer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, again, another nostalgia. This I can't tell you how many copies of this album I've owned in my lifetime. Uh, and, and to be honest with you, I could probably name the covers of them just just because every one of them had a different cover. But it's not; it wasn't for the fact that I bought them for the fact that they had different covers. Bought them for the fact because I just played them to the point where they were burnt up almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, double live Garth Brooks. Double that's live, double two, live, two live albums, now. two live albums back wow. to back. Okay. TV shows, mm-hmm. the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be very easy for me to just put The Office on here. Mm-hmm. I've watched it 15... But you're going Parks and Rec. I've watched, I've watched The Office 15 to 20 times. Okay. Um, very easily re, easily rewatchable sure. show. Sure. Love it. But I'm not picking... That's not, I'm, not pick, I'm not picking that as my... That's your honorable mention. As my prototypical uh, sitcom show. That's okay. going to be my easy watching pleasure. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick one that... I haven't watched as many times as The Office, but I have watched it about 12, 13 plus times. Parks and Rec. And that is Community. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, that, would, that would have been my third guess. Yeah. Uh, that would have been my third guess. Yeah. it's To me, it's similar to the reason why I picked The Wire. Okay. But it's a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's lighter in tone, but nonetheless incredibly complex and worthy of endless repeat viewings. Because I have, mm-hmm. but anytime I'm like, well, what's, what am I, I going to watch next? I'm like, well, I guess I can just pop on Community. Sure. Uh, I'm not saying you don't get something out of the office and Parks and Recreation every time, mm-hmm. but Community is so much more complex than those shows. There's just jokes within jokes within jokes, mm-hmm. and then there's deeper character stuff, and there's visual stuff that you'll miss every time because it's not filmed the way that The Office is. It has a little bit more visual flair where it's filmed more like a movie sometimes. Right. And sometimes right. every episode kind of has a different a different style. Mm-hmm. So I would I, just like The Wire, I'd get something different out of every rewatch uh there might be like one out of the six seasons there might be one semi-week season mm-hmm. but I, I from my experience of re-watching the show the several times that i have i have no problem going through that entire season whereas every time i get to season eight of the office i find myself watching less and less episodes in mm-hmm. season eight because mm-hmm. it's not a very good season whereas season eight from the community from community is the worst season mm-hmm. but i'm like i don't I only like dislike one of these episodes. It's just the rest of them like aren't as good as the other episodes from the other seasons. Sure. So Community is my pick. Love it. It's it's my favorite sitcom. So kind of an easy pick, but I have seen The Office more than any other TV mm-hmm. show, and I'm I'm I've probably seen it's it's close between Community and Parks. Mm-hmm. I've seen them both more than ten times. Sure. It's close. All three of those shows very close to me, and even it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but it's always in Philadelphia. It's, it's so dark sometimes mm-hmm. I might not want that if I'm going to have a couple other dark shows, especially my last one that I'm thinking. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. What's, what's, your, what's your second show? Um, again, to no one's surprise. Oh, God. <laughs> the Mandalorian. It, it's just The Mandalorian. Is it? Are you no. kidding me? Okay. Uh, it's 24. Okay. Um, here's the reason why I picked 24, okay? There's so many episodes, and there's so many hour-long episodes. There's 200 episodes. That's 200 hours of programming. Mm-hmm. And... Even the worst season is a good season of television. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in, it's in, it's enthralling. It encapsulates. You know, it's 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 good. It's a good show. Um, I don't know if you can count the the spinoff movie, spin-off? the spinoff movie that happened because um, it kind of played in when the writer strike happened. They they filmed mm-hmm. that, um, but it did count as a bridge between two seasons. So I don't know if we'll count that, but. Um, Yes, 200 episodes of just action, espionage, thrilling TV. So, 24. Kiefer Sutherland's amazing. Um, 
As always, Kiefer Sutherland's going to be at Steel City Con this year in December, and I want to go super bad, but cool. I'm not risking Pittsburgh in December. Yeah, that could, just could be a little icy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, really icy yeah. once you get up we on went, the... We, we went there in November, but big difference between yeah. early November, which is which is a band, but early <laughs> and December in Pittsburgh. I'll be here all week, folks. All week. Not moving. But, um... Yeah. We saw Kiefer Sutherland one time. We did. We did. And, uh, his, his band played at the, the V Club. At the Huntington. V Club. Of all places, that was V cool. Club. That was they cool. rushed him out so quickly. They did. So annoying. Yeah. Gosh. The nerve. The nerve. He, treat, he acts like he's some big star or something. <laughs> okay. Uh, out. Uh, movie. We're on it. Last movie. We're on movies. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, so, this last movie I'm picking is a three-hour. Okay. It's Behemoth. Okay. Uh, it Adaptation. Is, that is not a three-hour movie. Uh, I'm picking Magnolia. That was my second. So guess. I know what you're thinking. I've, I've said a couple times that Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is my favorite mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. But I was just looking at the logistics behind which one I'd want to have for the rest of my life, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd want to feel that way consistently okay. by the end of that. It okay. is my favorite movie I've I've seen. But while Magnolia is a very heavy movie, uh, I think it's got an, an extreme amount of hope by the end of it, despite watching. At least mm-hmm. two hours of people being put through the ringer yeah. to some extent, which gets us a little bit prepared for Bo is Afraid tonight. There's a lot of similarities between <laughs> these two movies. Um, but I remember when I first purchased this DVD back around, I want to say 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I watched this movie three times in one week. That's nine hours of movie. Yeah. I watched it by myself. I watched it with my mom and dad. It's kind of like we were with England. And I watched it with you. I watched it with you at your house. Mm-hmm. Um, just because... It, it's a movie that I was so excited about because I'd only seen it one other time before that, and I finally had it physically. And yeah. I was like, I want to show this to people, and uh, I showed it to different people that whole week. It's just loaded with everything I'd ever want in a movie. Uh, oh, t- t- some people would say to a fault. Mm-hmm. Some people would say that it's ambitious to a fault. Like you get to the final act, and there's frogs falling from the sky, and I'm like, you know what? I love this. <laughs> I love this so much so that whenever something like that happened in season one of Fargo, mm-hmm. where fish started falling from the sky, I was like, oh my god, this is just like yeah. Magnolia. Yeah, and it's just there's so many different, uh, so many different storylines with some of my favorite actors of all time: John C. Riley, Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, Julian Moore. It's just it's just loaded. Yeah, it's 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 Paul. To me, it's Paul. Paul Thomas Anderson's masterpiece, even though he's had about three or four masterpieces. Yeah. Yeah. This is the one. Right at fresh off of Boogie Nights. Okay. Uh, it's also one that was a financial bomb. It, 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 like, to continue its comparison to Bo was Afraid, you know, it's the one where he, it was a sort of big budget risk. Mm-hmm. That's a three-hour mm-hmm. movie. And that Ari, this was, Bo, Bo was Afraid is Ari Aster's big risk. He was like, mm-hmm. well, we don't care if this makes money. This yeah. is what I've wanted to make my whole life. And I get that feeling when watching Magnolia. It's a, a movie that a lot of people can relate to, but a lot of people will just be like, oh, this is a little long. But I'm never bored by this movie. This movie goes and goes and goes with a great soundtrack, amazing acting, a lot of emotion, humor, and it ends at a really good place where I'm yeah. not just like, oh, God, life. <laughs> which which is good because you're spending the rest of your life with just a handful of things you can, That's true. You can use. So That's true. So what's your final movie? Uh, Let me guess. Go ahead. Because I don't think you will in a million years. Wish but upon. Once, but wish when, upon. <laughs> Wish upon. Yes. Wish you upon. Get some humor. The room. Mmm. 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 You got me Bird there. Birdemic. Bird. <laughs> Sharknado Five. Is there five of those? Who knows? Probably. Who cares? They're what's terrible. Your, They're your, all terrible. What's your final movie? Um, my final movie is a movie that you probably would not expect me to put on this, but once you once I say the title, you'll know because you'll know how much I loved this movie when it came out. The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I know you love that movie. That movie lot. is, without question, my favorite coming-of-age movie ever. Mm-hmm. And it probably it probably will continue to be my com- my favorite coming-of-age movie. Yeah. Um, simply because of... And I know people like to self-diagnose themselves and things like that. Uh, but are usually right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But I mean, it's a movie that... Um, Caught me in a place where, in a very low, low, low point in life. But it was one of those movies that once you see the movie, and you, see, it's one of those movies that you can connect with and thinking along the lines of, you know what, 
life life's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not yeah. terrible. Um, and it, it there's a lot of there's a lot of negative things, a lot of bad things that happen in, in this movie to these characters, but it's real stuff mm. that can happen. Yeah, it's not like it's not like an overblown. Along the here's the problem. Here's the problem with the coming of age uh, movie, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Which I love the genre. I love the, the genre too. Yeah, love yeah. the genre too. But a lot of the times in the coming of age movies, it's friends that are together at the very beginning of the movie. Something happens. The friend group breaks they get apart. In a fight. They get in a fight, and then this movie, and then at the end, they come back together. This kind of this movie kind of puts it in a different dynamic because it's. It's one of the movies where the main character and the other main character there's no there's no tension between them to be had until the tension happens but it's not a tension that breaks them apart. Yeah. It brings them closer together. Mhm. And that doesn't happen in in coming of age movies. Yeah, it's usually, always different. Usually like like that was my one of my only problems with mm-hmm. uh Well, what was it? It wasn't was it a uh, was it book smart or mm-hmm. something else? Yeah. Uh, the two characters, you know, they get into a little bit of mm-hmm. argument. But I thought they handled it well because yeah. the acting was so good in that right. scene. There was another movie I'm think I'm trying to think of where it happened and it didn't feel organic and it kind of annoyed me. But it's definitely not. I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of the movie. I can't remember either. Um, there, there was a lot of different. But the thing, the yeah. thing of it is though, and I think what helps this movie too is that instead of there being just two people, there's three people in this in this spring group, mm-hmm. and when. Granted, the two break apart later in the movie, but it brings the other two closer together. Yeah. So that, again, turns that on its head just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a, it's a movie that it is, at the very end, it does have a very happy moment, but you still feel for the characters at the very end because they're breaking, they're, they're breaking apart. They're becoming their own person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's but a, at the same time, still being it's a bittersweet. Movie. It's a bittersweet movie. Yeah, yeah. Yes, um, so it's, it's a very short hundred and three minutes, um, and it's one of those movies that I could pop in honestly and watch it any time, and I would never, ever, ever, ever be bored. Yeah. So, Perks of Being a Wallflower is my great last. One. Great one. It's my last one, one that I sometimes forget about. Yep. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't sleep Good. on it, Caleb. I've not. I've seen it a bunch of times. I own it on DVD. I do. Good. Yeah. I used to own it. <laughs> And then I loaned it out and never got it back. Timmy, I kept it. No, I'm joking. I, you probably did. I bought it, I bought it at Walmart. Uh, I five bucks. I know. Uh, final album. Final correct? album. So I have to have at least one Elliot Smith album because he's my favorite musical artist of all time. Okay. So I got to have that reminder of, oh, this guy has influenced every single <laughs> every single moment of this my, guy my musical career. Of my quote-unquote musical career. Yeah. Um, yeah, my songwriting just, I pick a lot from that guy. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, A lot of times it seemed like a... Hacky or, or hokey when somebody steals something, but Valley, it's a little, di- it's a little different. He has such unique song structures, and uh, so I'm picking his his first big, expansive, and big production album. Mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not just an acoustic album, but there are some acoustic songs. And that's his album XO okay. from 1998. Okay. Uh, like I said, it's his first album that felt like a a big production. I think it was his uh, a major label debut mm-hmm. after doing a, a a few albums that were largely acoustic and. Mm-hmm. A little bit lo-fi to some extent. This album sounds sonically mm-hmm. incredible. Uh, there are some acoustic numbers, but there's also some big numbers with a lot of strings, big sounds. There's a little bit... There's the sadness, but there's also, like, you know, some songs that, you know, aren't so sad. Sure. I've never seen Elliot Smith have, like, a straight-up just happy song, but there's there's different degrees yeah. of, of, of what you get out of, uh, out of Elliot Smith emotion on an album. And this is the one that I think... I'm leaning towards it being my favorite Elliot Smith album. It, mm-hmm. it, ta- it goes up in the air every year. Sure. But at the, for the moment, this is my favorite, and it's the one that I would pick, because i got to have one. i got to have one. Okay. He's, he's, he's done so much for me musically. So that 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 is my final album. Okay. Um, my final album is an album that you turned me on to. Elliot Smith XO. Exactly. Uh, my <laughs> great by Elliot. Smith? Exactly. That's what it is. Um, it's the Stranger by Billy Joel. I'm just kidding. It's not the Stranger. Oh, we've talked about that so much. Um, it's Futures. Okay. Of course. Sure. Um, Futures by Jimmy Eat World. Um, again, another one of those albums that um, 
I found super late after it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, another record that uh, was an important was there at a very important uh, moment in life. Um, so for me, um, it was a breakup when uh, that album when we really got into that record. Um, for me, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, you you were into it way before then. Yes, but, since it came out. But um, Futures was was at the right place, right time. Um, so that not only is it a great record from start to finish, and again, spoiler alert: when we do that, I don't think there's a skip on that record. Even Drugs Are Me is, like a, Drugs Are Me. is yeah. a fantastic song. Yeah, yeah. Um, so album doesn't have a skip. Um, that is. Um, the emotional album, sort of speak. Um, if I'm only going to have one Jimmy Eat World record, that's the Jimmy Eat World record I'm going to have. Yeah. Uh, so we've got, we've a lot of people would think Clarity, but no. Uh, it's Futures I'll, I'll all Futures the way. Yeah. All the way. Uh, so Futures. Um, yeah. Great record. Future. Great record. Great record. Yeah. You had to have one of those. <laughs> yep. That's for you, John. That's for you, John Poole. It's like we both have one holly emotional album i sure. think it's important to have you got to have one oh, of yeah. those for the rest of your life yeah. can't just be like all sunshine you know it can't be sunshine with, and rainbows with, with like my, perks with, of being a wallflower with, with my lush album all just sunshine <laughs> <laughs> but shoegaze naturally has like kind of like a dark kind of sound but Elliot sure. smith is like oh, god that's very important. yeah final tv show final tv show speaking of emotion <laughs> oh god speaking of so i'm surprisingly okay this might not be one that a lot of people want to have for the rest of their lives but I gotta, and that's that's the leftovers. Leftovers, it's yeah. the leftovers. It's yeah. an it's an incredibly heavy pick. It is. It's a great Caleb, show. What are you thinking to have this as one of your three shows? Yep. Uh, but I wouldn't likely watch it as my other two shows. I wouldn't watch it as much. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it would get a rewatch every once in a while and put me in deep thought while perhaps inspiring me or motivating me to do something new. Because whenever I finished it for the first time in 2017, it had a a, a bit of a life-altering effect to it. And I've seen that mm-hmm. from other people. Where like, mm-hmm. I feel different after watching the show. And mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that every time I watch it. It is... At times, it can feel like misery porn at times. Uh, characters just... Despite them being very flawed and sometimes just outright bad, they are being put through the ringer consistently. Yeah. Especially yeah. The, the the preacher, Matt. Oh, yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt gets the tar like, out of him like every he, single season. He kind of becomes a worse person every season. But like the yeah. things he's going through, like I don't wish that upon anybody. Yeah. Um, I just love the characters. Like it, 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 it has the bits of bits bits of humor, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. consider it anywhere close to being a dark comedy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just it, it, it's my favorite show of all time. It's, yep. it's just I love it so much. It's just three seasons, mm-hmm. but it's a perfect it's a perfect three seasons. Again, another it, it, it does not need to be any more than three. Another seasons. show that doesn't have any sort of fat to be trimmed off of. And a lot of people disagree with that, but I totally agree with you. Yeah. I, there's no. Yeah. I know a lot of people with season one, but a lot of, season one is a lot of getting to know characters and character yeah. building. Even the flashback episode of of the day where. The event happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just love all these characters. So every, literally every single character, mm-hmm. even characters, I'm like, God, I hope that character dies. Then whenever they die, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> then they come back as a ghost. <laughs> I just love the supernatural elements where they won't come out and just say that it's supernatural. Yeah. They don't come out and explain yeah. like what's happening here. Yeah. And I love, you know, the international assassin episode. I think it's like, Oh yeah. It's, it's probably like, it's like the best episode of television I've, I've ever watched. I think. I don't know. It's just a, it's a good. It's the show ends at a place that's like also kind of bittersweet. Yeah, but it just it makes me feel things and not like depression. It makes me feel like oh wow. It's like it, mm-hmm. so. If I, I, I understand. So I understand. You know, if I'm going through life and I only get to have nine things of media, <laughs> I'm like oh man, this is maybe that would make me want to create something. Yeah, to bring on a tenth thing of media. Ooh, take that, folks. Getting deep. That means I'd create something myself. Sure. Okay. You know, okay. Uh, uh, but I, but I, I do got a twist for you after you finish your, your last show. I okay. got a twist for you, but tell me your, your final okay. show. So uh, my final show is a show that I actually just watched this year. But uh, I watched it, fell in love with this show. Um, even with Let all of guess. its... I'm going to get keep going, but I'm going to guess with, right before you say it. Even with all of its flaws... Um, and it does have some flaws, and it has some things in the show that would never, ever make air today. Never make air today. But being a child of this, uh, when this show was airing, 
uh, and never actually w- taking the time to watch it, but watching it now, um, I can appreciate what it was trying to do. And uh, that show... Can I guess? Sure. This is a dumb guess. <laughs> Go ahead. That 70s show. It is that 70s show. Is it? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I, dude... Oh, wow, what a, what a pick. It, what I, a brave, daring pick. <laughs> I, it's, listen, to me, it's silly, it's stupid, and it's just mindless. And... When I honestly the the this one was the easiest pick to make. Really, the easiest pick out to of make. all the sitcoms. This uh, is the one that you the, here's. Well, no, no, just just of the three I was picking, and because when because when we thought TV shows, this was actually the first show that came to mind really? for me, and the reason why it came to mind for me, I guess, because where it's just so fresh in my mind. Um, like I said, it's it's the show is the show has its moments of of deepness, but those first like five six seasons. Is just mindless of Goofy. them, just goofiness, <laughs> and looking at it from the perspective of if we were going to be stuck on it, and it applies to both scenarios. If uh-huh. you're stuck on a desert island, you're going to have this mindless daggone show to try and take your mind off of being stuck on a desert island with your electricity. With you your electricity, <laughs> but you only got electricity for a television and a DVD yeah, player. That's it, though. That's it. You can't make a call. That's anybody. it. You can't make a call. <laughs> anyway, but even with even with the other scenario of this is the only media that, that you can have, it's still mindless, and you don't have it, it will take you out of whatever you're facing during the day. Yeah. So yeah, and, and not to mention the fact that that Jesus Christ, uh, Ashton Kutcher in the show is just stupid funny. He's yeah. so dumb, and don't it's you, don't you think Red Foreman's the best character? It's, on the yeah. Show? After okay, that okay. question, him and Kitty both are the two best characters in the show. Good. They're, they're great. I haven't watched that '90s show. Yeah, that '90s show is actually pretty good. I heard it. I heard it was pretty. I good. didn't. I haven't seen the first episode, but I actually saw that '90s show before we watched that '70s uh-huh. show. Um, so I kind of I, I knew I know the characters from that '70s show in it and saw uh-huh. them and I was like, oh yeah, that's that guy and that oh yeah. that's that guy and yeah, I knew the characters but didn't know anything about the characters. So we watched that '90s show and then we went back and watched that '70s show. Yeah. Um, and dude, I. Yeah. Again, it's got like I said, it's got things that could never be done on TV today. Well, that's most shows. The Office even has stuff right, that wouldn't right. be done. You know, and there's there's a few things in there that you just go, oh, you know, you, yeah, that's, that's not that. that's not very PC or anything like that. Yeah. But again, and here's the thing: you have to look at that. Some of these shows, and granted, I'm not saying this as an ex- as like an excuse or anything like that. That 70s show is like any other thing from the 70s, 80s, 90s, the 2000s. It's a product of the time. Mm-hmm. It's a product of the time. You have to you have to experience through those goggles yeah. of it being a product of that time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And if you look at it through that, yeah. And and not immediately go, oh well, God, oh he said something that, uh, about Donna that that would never be on TV today. You're right, it wouldn't be on TV today because we've changed as yeah. a society. Especially something that's taking place in the seventies. In the seventies, <laughs> because that's how they, yeah, that's yeah. how the seventies were. Yeah, as sucky as it is, yeah. as sucky as it yeah, was, yeah. that's how it was. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Red, uh, Red and Kitty, go back to what you said, are the best characters on the show, no question. Yeah. Um, so that seventy show that is that is my last pick. You heard it here. For, you heard it here first. Geez, I heard it here first, my folks. God. I, I just completely welcome fu- new. I fumbled this joke, but I'm going to continue. I'm sorry. Welcome new listeners. You've Caleb it, cannot talk. You've heard it here first, folks. Josh supports Danny Masterson. Oh my God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just kidding, just man. Kidding. Let me tell you something. Just kidding. He's. The, I, I never liked that character. That I'm much. not a huge fan of that character. He's, he's like he's like too like cool, quote unquote. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Get over yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not just saying that now. I've always thought that. Well, we got to season when we watching it. When we got to season eight, and Eric leaves. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it, Eric leaves yeah. in season eight. I was like, Ugh. you it, have you have probably the, the third best character leave the show, and then yeah. I, I don't want to say second. And then character. and then uh, Danny Masterson is just unbearable. Yeah, the times in that show, he's unbearable. I, mean, I can't believe he picked it. It's unbearable. Got, but everyone else is so good that they carry him. All right. Well, Sorry. I got, I got okay. a twist for you. Okay, twist, twist. The the the, the entertainment the gods okay. have said have shined down on us, and they have said, oh, "You guys get to pick one more thing." Oh god! You get to pick one more thing. It can be out of any of these three. You can only pick one. Okay. Uh, out of I'm, the three, I'm picking a TV show because it lasts okay. the longest. 
buddy, I didn't even think this far. Oh, so. I, wait, that was the thing. I okay. want to throw a curveball on you, and I just okay. kind of I kind of came up with it just now. Okay, because uh, I'm looking at the time, like, okay, we haven't been going an hour yet. So <laughs> I mean, we're at 54 minutes exactly. So stupid telemarketers in, quit calling I'm me. I'm throwing in. <laughs> Side note, real fast. Yeah. I took a nap earlier, okay? <laughs> I took a nap. Yeah. I woke up. I had nine missed calls, and they were all telemarketer calls in 25 minutes. Really? Yes. Oh, that's a and apparently, my name is no longer Josh. It is Barbara. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I see that. I'm Barbara. <laughs> Barbara. Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush. <laughs> now, listen. Mr. Mr. Bojangles. Watch Wet Hot American Song. Guys, watch that. Yes. Hot, I'm thinking about picking that as one. <laughs> No, I'm about to Hunter, smoke you. One of the most underrated like comedies Santa. ever, and after you get done finished watching it, watch, watch the watch Netflix the, series. Watch the two miniseries. Yes. There's a, 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 a prequel a sequel and a prequel. prequel, and there's a 10 years later sequel. Yeah. But so I decided, I've decided just now I'm going to pick a TV you show. You can't run forever, Victor. I'm picking a TV show. The entertainment gods have shone, shone down on us. They, okay. Heaven has let its light shone down. The Dolly Parton version. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and oh, another side note. Before you got here, <laughs> I listened to Dolly Parton uh, covering "Let It Be" with Paul and Ringo. Oh, is that out? Yes. Okay. It is out. Not good. Didn't think it it's would not be great. Yeah, it's I don't think the whole. Great. I don't think it as a whole is going to be very it's good. And I believe great. I might have said that before. And I'm not saying God bless Dolly. I I love Dolly Parton. She's a wonderful, wonderful humanitarian, and, and she's a great and she's a great artist. She's great. Yeah, yeah. It's not no. Well, you know, honey, stop. She likes to cook and she likes to bake. Bread and cookies and pies and cakes. <laughs> okay. okay, so the entertainment people, the entertainment gods have shined upon us, and we get one show. more thing. Because, okay, and I'm picking a long show. Oh, I gotta think now. <laughs> because, man, Jesus. I'm looking at this, you know, the leftovers in the wire, kind of heavy. Kind of heavy, I need something to balance it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Something longer than community that I've already kind of dogged. <laughs> so I'm throwing in the office. Okay. Because I get so much pleasure out of those first seven and a half seasons okay and i get a lot of pleasure out of the very end the, the problem with the office is that i'm gonna be devastated after i finish it every single time yeah. i i am truly devastated by the finale i know it's supposed to like make you feel good but the ending devastates me yeah <laughs> but i don't know that's just such a that's such a fun re- rewatch every single time i just oh, michael scott is i think probably the greatest Comedic character in sitcom Listen, history, so I'm picking the office. I'm trying. As my, I'm trying. As my extra pick. I'm trying to pay attention to you, but right now I'm trying to think. You're trying to think. I'll, uh, give, you, I'll give you ten seconds. Make it quick. <laughs> you know. Okay. So I'll, I'll pick for you. So okay. No, no, no. I got it. Um. So I was thinking about it. Um. And it was actually on my list, and I kind of I took it out and put the crow on it. Um. I would pick Shaun of the Dead. A movie. A movie. I would pick Shaun of the Dead. A short movie. Uh, a short movie. And the reason why I don't have a, I don't have a comedy movie. Um, the, uh, the Crow? Yes. <laughs> yes. And Star Wars. Star, Star Wars, Wars is probably the funniest one you got so far. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I would pick Shaun of the Dead. It was on my list and I took it off. It's one of my favorite and comedies. And it's, it's another one of those movies that I literally will sit here and quote. Yeah, no doubt. I do. It's yeah. like I was thinking about. I was just thinking about something similar to this the other day when I'm thinking about what kind of polls I'm going to put on, mm-hmm. on, on Facebook because I'm not doing the tournaments right now. Yeah. There's a lot of work. Uh, but I was thinking about, in my personal opinion, putting mm-hmm. four of my favorite comedies. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, four my four favorite comedies. Okay, and be like, which one of these of my four favorite comedies do you all like the most? Right. And Shaun of the Dead would. I think Shaun of the Dead would be yep. in there. Walk Hard mm-hmm. would be in there. Dumb and Dumber. Maybe Dumb and Dumber. Maybe like National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah. Or Wet Hot American Summer. I don't yeah. know. It, yeah. it never changes. But I, Shaun of the Dead is an all-time... Apparently somebody's listening to Low Rider. Not Flow Rider. <laughs> you know? I bet I know who that was. Who? I bet that was George Lopez that just went by. Who's in Blue Beetle, which I might go watch next week. Uh, well, no. Might, it's got... It, 78%. I might stick I might uh, watch Strays when it comes digitally. It's got like a 54%, but I've heard it's funny. So that's your pick. Well, we can we can go watch Strays. I still want to watch it cuz it was stupid. So you don't I feel, I feel like you don't want to watch Blue Beetle cuz it's I just a superhero movie. I just don't care. You've given up on superhero movies unless they're animated like Spider-Man. Yeah, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> exactly, they're animated or, similarly. Um you still need to. I, I will say this, Josh. Now that it's on Guardians. Disney, well, now it's on Disney Plus. You you owe it to yourself to, to watch, watch Guardians. To watch Guardians. Yeah, it's the best movie since Endgame. Okay. In in the MCU, so. I mean, I probably. I, I, here's it's, the thing. I'm not. So the rock that Rocket storyline is so good. I am not. 
I, it's a burnout of of this will change of movie theater <laughs> or, or of of comic book movies. It's a burnout situation. But when when I do finally decide to get back into watching those movies, I am going to go back and watch them. That should be probably won't watch Ant Man. Don't it's, so it's not very good because uh, I don't care. I don't give a crap uh, about. And that's Ant-Man. really that's I'm the only one you missed, really. Um, or that one in Guardians are the only two you missed in, yeah. in the MCU, right? Yeah. So um, as far as everything else goes, I don't. I, I mean, really I mostly care. get it up on the TV. I'm gonna watch Loki season two because it actually looks really. Yeah, cool. Loki. Well, I mean, you, yeah. it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be innovative um, and cool. I mean, but, uh, but, but yeah, these other shows like Secret Invasion, I've just heard, and I've heard, I've, I've heard, heard Secret Invasion is so bad. And I've heard so things that bad. they've done with Rhodey. With War Machine, then I'm like, oh my god! Yeah. Did you hear about that? Oh, I heard about it. Oh god, that's just, I heard that's about like, it. That's like that's like unforgivable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If the, if they I mean, that's not in my if head. They, canon. If they if they decide to go, if they want to try and make that canon and go down that the road, the director said that the director said, oh yeah, so in Civil War, this how this is how. This okay, here's the thing. Okay, okay, let's talk about that. Just a second. Let's make it quick, Josh. We're, we're reaching quick. that hour. We're gonna, we've already passed that hour. Oh my god, uh, we're at one thirty-two. Because you talked about uh, Shaun of the Dead too. So much. here's the thing. Until Kevin Feige comes out and says something, I don't take what these directors yeah. say as canon. He's going to come out and be Kevin like, Feige, that was bogus. Yeah, Kevin Feige's going to come out and be like, yeah, whatever that guy said was bullshit. Now, however, if, if they were to say, since Endgame, mm-hmm. that would make a lot more sense. But gosh, there's a lot of emotional stakes between yeah. Civil, Civil, Civil War and now. Yeah. I mean, geez. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. years. Remember, there was like a t- five-year time jump. Yeah, five-year time jump. <laughs> he didn't dis- and he didn't vanish. Yeah. He wasn't one of the people that, that vanished. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm pumped for Loki, Loki season two. Yeah, Caleb, it's your pick. Is it my pick? It's your pick. Oh, we got this new out thing. of our new Lego head. That's, that's not definitely not a hat, but it's cooler than a hat. I mean, it's kind of a hat. What's what's, what's no whammies? It can it can be a hat. It can be a hat. Yeah, you could put it, it, it could, on your it head could, as a hat. I, I can you? put the Lego thingy on my head. As make a hat. it good. I, I will redraw like I did the one time when we got our most downloaded episode. <laughs> <laughs> the movie theater experience episode. Watch it. Listen to it, not watch it, Jesus No, Christ. watch it. It's on YouTube. Is it? It probably is. I mean, yeah, right? it should so be. Technically that I put everything on YouTube technically now. Technically, that would kind of be watching. There, yeah. Is there any video to it? No. no. But you do get those cool little, like, uh, Windows uh, 98, Windows Me uh, situations where it kind of got that little bumpy, bubbly thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll pick a topic. What do we got? Here we go. Pulling it out. Here we go. Hmm. Have we talked about this already? Oh, let me see what it is. Let me see what it is. We're not going to Let me see what it, it is. Real quick. Does this seem like a good one to you? Um, <laughs> should I draw? We kind of talked about that. Yeah, I was thinking so, so yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, we co- we covered that. Like gonna, a, we covered that in like a catch-up episode. We're not so even going to do that. We're not even going to say folks yeah. what it is. We yeah. don't want to bore about, you. We don't want to bore you to concerts tears. and stuff. We kind of done I, that. I'll redraw again. I don't care. What you got? <laughs> oh god, I don't Do it. Are you sure? What is it? Just do oh, it. God. Why not? Okay, I'm gonna hand it to you. Okay. I'm gonna hand it to you. Okay. <laughs> no, we can't do that. We Nancy, can't do it. Nancy hasn't finished it. We can't. Yeah, do we that. can't do it. We can't Nancy do that one. We're gonna keep it. that one over on the side. Gosh, oh, sorry, folks. We these drew topics. I listen, tell you what. Listen, we drew we drawing blanks. We drew Breaking Bad, and Nancy hasn't finished Breaking yeah, Bad, and that. we're not gonna do that because we don't want to spoil her on it at all because she and hasn't was, seen it. I was kind of hoping that by the time we drew that, we'd be done with Better Call Saul. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Promise. Please. Sure. Do, you do, do it. Do it. Whatever it is. MMITM days. Oh, oh, God. So we were in a band called Meet Me in the Matinee. Oh, no. So we're going to be talking about our days with our band, our experience, <sighs> our 10, 10 years as a band or so. So. Good Lord. I'll, I know you said before that I won't have to do much research, but I'm going to have to dig into the depths of my I, mind. I don't, I don't think I will. I will because there's, I a, lot don't of think I will. there's a lot of stuff I don't remember. My problem so. is is dates. That will be my problem. Uh, now, as far I, as... I'm not that big on dates, but I will say whenever I'm putting my Word document together, I will try to go in order. Oh, yeah. It will, it will be... Yeah, so it will be, be a, running There will order. be a little bit before you came in. Right. There will be like a year. Just like a year. Yeah, there will be like, like a year, year before, before you came in. So. Before uh, everything. And, and if we talk about... If we talk about some stuff that that kind of was sucky, that so be it. Even if that involves us as being kind of sucky. Oh yeah, we don't care to own up to that. Yep. We were younger, yep. so yeah. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about, but that's okay. Well, you know, some, playing a band is hard. It is. <laughs> Sometimes people suck, and that's like me. <laughs> 
Okay. You know, you know what I mean, Josh? I don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes you're not, a very, you're not a very good leader, and I'm talking about myself. You know? okay. So okay. people need to know about that. We'll talk know? about it off the air, because I don't know what you're talking about. Talk, I mean, it's, you know, playing in a band, you know? I, would never, I don't think I'd ever play in a band again. I know. I, and I would. you can learn about all that next, next week. week. Caleb, where can people find us? They can find us by uh, typing in Chat from a Hat on Facebook. Uh, we also have an Instagram, uh, TikTok. An X Twitter. X. And if you want to email us, email us at chatfromahatcast at gmail.com. That's right. Chatfromahatcast at gmail.com. Folks, we hope that you have enjoyed listening to the episode of our Desert Island or the, the, the 10 things, hypothetical with things. With a twist. With a twist at the end. <laughs> uh, folks, we will talk to you next week about Meet Me in the Matinee. Boy, that's going to be that'll years, be a long episode. Ten years of stuff. Ten years I'm worth of zoom, stuff. Th- I'm going to zoom through it. Just kidding. I, I hope you can. 